Welcome to Simply Financial with your financial coach, Kevin Ray. In today's investing environment, there's a lot of clutter. If you're tired of the talking heads and financial noise, this is the show for you. Today, we'll help you find simple solutions to financial challenges. We'll show you how to achieve your financial goals and get answers to your toughest questions. Simply Financial with Kevin Ray starts now. Hey, welcome to another edition of Simply Financial. I'm Walter Storlt alongside Kevin Ray, your financial coach at Insight Folio, serving you all throughout the Tri-City area with an office right there in Pinconning. You can find Kevin online at insightfolios.com. Listen to past shows, ask your questions, and tap into the about three decades of knowledge and experience that Kevin brings to the table each and every week here on the show. Kevin, a Merry Christmas weekend to you, my friend. I hope you are uh, ready for the holidays and, uh, you know, kind of... Uh, uh, ready for maybe hopefully a little break for you here at the end of the year? Do you get a little bit of time off, you know, kind of between that Christmas, New Year's time frame? Well, it's funny you ask that. Walter, Merry Christmas to you too. Yeah, we are. Um, we're going to be closed a few days for Christmas and New Year's just to nice. kind of relax throughout the year and kind of, you know, um, get geared up for the following year. But yeah, we're looking forward to that. So, you know, um, I'm even looking forward. I'm thinking, Walter, and I can't promise you. So we may, I may have to do this on the road, but going to someplace warm, maybe January or February for a couple of weeks also. So. Oh, that sounds nice. Yeah. I haven't found a place yet, but still looking. So. Like warm as in like you're going to do the, the I'm going to snowbird to the Caribbean or warm just like North Carolina versus No, Michigan. not North Carolina because it's going to be in the <laughs> 50s down there then, which is a lot nicer here. But, nice. it, you know, that or Tennessee. But I'm thinking warmer. I'm thinking, yeah, somewhere, you know, where it's 80 degrees and Okay. You know, you You're going to go sit on a beach somewhere? Somewhere. Yeah. Okay. We haven't figured it out yet. I, I don't, you know, just knowing you throughout the years, I, I don't peg you as a go sit on the beach kind of person. But, you know, everybody should do that every once in a while, I guess, right? Yeah. I don't mind that. You know, of course, okay. I'll get up in the morning and I'll walk, you know, a long, you know, mile or two and look for shells. I, that's kind of the thing I do when I go to the beach. Yeah. And then, of course, if I can find a outfitter there that's going to go deep sea fishing, I'm on board with that, too. Ooh, so there you there's go. There's lots well, of I've, things to do. I totally forgot about the fishing opportunity <laughs> yeah. when you go to those things. See, I never things. that. Yeah. Yeah. If I can tie it in the fly, fly fishing there, you bet I'm going to do it. So Now, that might be a whole new type of uh, fishing that you would get into if you went deep sea fishing, right? Rod, yeah. Rod and wheel yep. dropping it down to the bottom, weight, and you know, reel yep. it up. Yeah. Yep. But I'd really like, because I've never caught a saltwater fish on a fly rod, so I'd really like to get into that, so. That's cool. Now, I know, I, I believe where I grew up in North Carolina, um, guys would go out like into the flats. Yep. And, and every once in a while you'd see, I mean, all sorts of different techniques you can use to kind of catch, catch stuff when you're out kind of in that shallower water up against the marshes and that kind of thing. But I feel like I remember seeing some people using fly rods to catch things. I don't, maybe red drum. I could be way off here, but I think drum was oh, real popular do, yeah. in the fall. Yeah. And drum and, that. um, Oh, I can't bonefish and uh, you know redfish and all of those fish. Yep, they, yep. they all do them. Yep. Yeah, so that would be pretty cool. I feel like I've seen that a lot in Florida too. Guys get on those real thin boats with the you know yep. r- real uh, thin bottoms and everything, and get out there and and uh, toss the rod back and forth and pull up some really fun stuff too down there. Yes, so. that would be totally different because you know here and when we're out fishing, we're not casting that far, but some of these guys are casting fifty to one hundred, fifty to seventy yards. So I don't know if I can do that. I have to practice a little bit. So yeah, well, it'll be a great place to do it. So well, let let us know where you go and how the trip is, and uh, uh, always enjoy hearing about your travel adventures, my friend. So that's great. It looks like sounds like fun to me. Yep. Well, I hope all of our listeners are enjoying the holidays. In that spirit, we're going to talk a little bit about Christmas movies on today's show. But if you were hoping for some great financial information and guidance, well, don't 
worry, we're not going to leave you hanging. We're going to tie in some of our favorite Christmas movie characters into some financial lessons uh, that we can learn about and uh, maybe maybe tie in some Christmas characters to uh, potentially clients that might come into your office, Kevin, and how to work with each of these different personalities. So this, uh, I think, will be quite a bit of fun uh, to kind of tackle that a little bit on the show today. So uh, we, we got some good things to explore as we work through the program. Uh, if you have any questions for Kevin as we go through the show today, don't hesitate to reach out. You can call him at 888-885-PLAN. That's 888-885-7526. All right, Kevin, you ready for this uh, this concept to dive in today? I think we are. All right, bells on. Let's do it. Christmas movie characters. We're going to look at some of these iconic characters and see how you might see versions of these folks in your own office, Kevin. Um, and, and, and one of them will be named Kevin as well. Maybe you can guess who that might be. Uh, but first up is Mr. Scrooge. Have you ever had a client who was stingy, maybe unwilling to part with their money, kind of like Mr. Scrooge was in the classic tale, uh, but maybe eventually you were able to loosen them up a little bit and get them to start living their life and being more generous once you put together a solid retirement plan? Does that strike a chord with maybe some clients you've met with over the years? Yeah, a couple come to mind here, Walter. Um, you know, generally what I've seen in my office is somebody, you know, has a health problem and they've been working. You know, there's that old saying, I think the Dalai Lama put, you know, when you're young, you spend all your time making money. And when you get older, you spend all your money trying to get back time. And that kind of goes hand in hand with what we're talking about here is we had a gentleman and a couple come in, just not a gentleman, a couple come in, but he had some health problems. And he was very, um, let's call it uh, frugal with his money. He didn't want to, you know, go on the vacations and he didn't want to spend much money. He just and, he, and he's working and he was in his late 60s. And he had some health problems and then he just wanted to know, listen, you know, the stress of the job, everything that comes along with the job, me getting up and you know, he had some heart issues. He says, it's just not, it's just not helping me. But I'm afraid, you know, to pull the trigger and just walk away because once my paycheck stopped, that's what, that, that's what his biggest fear was. So we did. We put together our simplicity plan, and we showed him the various income. Now, he was a different gentleman. He had a couple of different pensions. Um, he also saved quite a bit of money in his 401s and IRAs and those types of things. And then, you know, once we said I went through the process, all right, how much income do you need? Now that you are you want to go out and do some more fun things, what are some of the big things that you really want to do? Do you want to go on vacation? Do you want to take the family? Do you want to, do you want to foot the bill for all these things? We narrowed it down. We call them life events. What are life events are coming down that you really want to do before you leave this great earth of ours? And we put all of those in that plan, and, and this plan incorporated updating the house, you know, going on some family vacations, and all of a sudden the spigot opened to where he thought, you know, I can, I can do these things. So we put all those things in the plan. We got his retirement number, as I call it, and we sit down and we work through it line by line by line and just showed him where the income is going to come from. And once we did that, he was pretty much at ease. He, you know, and he's still living. So this would probably be, I don't know, six, seven, eight years ago. And he's still doing all the things that he wanted to do. And he's enjoying life. The stress is gone, um, or a lot of the stress is gone. And he come back into the office every year, and he says, I, you know, when I leave your office, I'm happier than I walk in because, you know, I always can see where I'm at, and I am always can see at a glance when you put that plan together, you point out where the income's coming from, how we've been keeping up with inflation, how we're generating the income, and all of those things. And it just put his mind to ease, and now his wife is super happy, too, because he's out there doing the things that they dreamt about all those years, and he finally let go. And, um, you know, he's been in, like, say, five, six years or so, and now the paychecks are still coming. 
They're just coming from his investments and his pensions. And like I tell everybody, those investments are your employees now. Once you retire, you don't have any paychecks. Those are your those are your employees. Their job is to produce income 24 hours a day, 360 days, 365 days a year. No vacations, no time off, no bathroom breaks. All they do is generate income. And once you figure that out, things usually get a little easier for people. It's a great point, really, and I think um, you know we all can kind of identify with probably a little bit of the spirit of each of these characters, uh, Kevin. It's not to say that yeah. one person's going to be the Scrooge and one's going to be one of the other ones that we cover here. So um, I, I, I actually had a Scrooge moment this week, if I can do a quick aside here, Kevin. Sure. Um, I figured it's the holiday weekend. We can be a little looser today, right? <laughs> um, our neighborhood made the news. Um, I don't know if it made national news, but it at least made local local news. Um, so apparently, so we have this street, Lacewood. Um, it's, we're technically not on Lacewood, uh, but we, we've sort of been grandfathered into, uh, into the Lacewood crew, if you will. Um, it's a well-known street in our neighborhood, and I guess it's just a collection of all of these very, very social people, um, that love doing cool things. So this group constantly throughout the summer locks down the, the neighborhood street and throws a big block party all the guys we got people here from texas that have relocated and they bring their big barbecue grills out and their smokers and they throw huge block parties all the time for all the kids in the neighborhood and it's just it's just a fun crew they everybody on the street goes all out for halloween all that sort of stuff well somebody on the street got the the idea one day um to buy a like 20 or 30 foot santa inflatable and they said, hey, wouldn't it be cool if everybody on the street got one? And so I came home one day and there were literally like 25 Santas, one on each side of the road. Like it was like an army of Santas that you were driving in between <laughs> um, to get to our house. And because Connie and I aren't on Facebook, we were the only ones that didn't get in on this message that had been going about the like you know, the neighborhood group conversation. And so we're the only ones without this Santa on the street. And now, and I love it. I, but but I, I, it's it's great. I love the spirit. It's it's a lot of fun. But I'm a, I'm a, I've got a little Scrooge in me. Maybe it's a little Grinch because it's caused so much uh, commotion. Now we've constantly got people. I mean, Saturday night last weekend was insane. We had so many people for hours and hours and hours that night driving by at two miles an hour all the way down the street and through the neighborhood to check it out because people had heard about it and they're coming from all over to drive down the street and see the santas one and then on saturday night they had multiple people dressed as santa claus and like waving to people so they turned it into this whole thing on our street so it's pretty cool it made the news but here i am like now it's every night we're still getting this like all the way leading up to christmas and here i am coming home from work or from the gym or trying to get out of the neighborhood to go do something and i'm in work mode and i'm like oh these people are driving one mile an hour on my street get out of the way so uh, it would be the same. So I, I have a, I've had a little Scrooge in me this uh, this holiday season, and uh, and and even we, we didn't have the Santa. We were the one that didn't have the Santa. So one of our neighbors was like, "Hey, we've got an extra smaller Santa, but do you guys want to participate with him?" And I was like, "Yes, I'm not going to jump on the bandwagon with a 30 foot one, but yeah, give me give me the eight footer." So we have this little short Santa in our yard compared to all the others. So. Well, at least you're not Santaless, right? We're not Santaless, and that, and I think that proves I'm not a full on Scrooge, but uh, that that does had a little bit of that spirit. That's fun. Uh, all right. So let's talk about our next Christmas movie character, Cousin Eddie. Christmas Ooh. Vacation. Also, eventually, Vegas Vacation, of course. Uh, but Cousin Eddie, I, I got to think, Kevin, everybody's got a Cousin Eddie in their family, don't you? 
Well, I think just about everybody. I do. I know you probably do, Walter. I think everybody has a cousin Eddie in their family that's uh, that, that seems to always need help. Is that where you're going? Yeah, kind of the the, yeah. the, the, the screwball. Um, yeah, just always yeah. needs a little bit of you know kind of guidance. Um, never seems to really have their life all in that much of order. But probably a good spirit and a good soul, you know. But definitely someone that you feel like you're always kind of supporting and helping, whether it be financially or or through other means. And uh, and so I'm curious, do you see that most people uh, that come into work with you have a version of Cousin Eddie in their financial plans? Maybe it's not a cousin, but it could be a parent or a sibling or, or maybe even kids who kind of constantly need that help. Well, I, again, I've been doing this, as you put it, three plus decades. And yeah, there's lots of stories that are coming through my head right now. And what was Cousin Eddie's uh, dog's name? Do you remember? Oh, gosh. No, I can't remember. What was uh, it? Snobs or Snots? Or... I'll look it up. Yeah, well, something like that. But um, I just can't. I, I, that's an aside. Just came aside. Snots. But yeah, snots. There you go. <laughs> I remember that. But um, yeah, so we have, you know, occasionally somebody will come in, and uh, there's two different cases I can think of. They had a sibling, there was a brother, and uh, he took care of his sister a lot. You know, he was always over there, you know, doing whatever she needed in the house, and he helped her out financially quite a bit. And also we had to kind of build that into what was going on is RMDs, for example, when you required minimum distribution, he'd typically give that to her just to help her, you know, pay her taxes and, and those types of things. For whatever reason, she just never got on a solid footing financial wise like he did. He was totally the opposite. So she was always, you know, always, I don't want to say, um, you know, at the side, but I, I want to say she was always, you know, he was always there for her and he helped her out financially and with other things along the house. And then there's kids. You know, there's a couple of those come to mind. You know, one, for whatever reason, and I think I've told this story before, is, you know, they, they had a drug problem. So, you know, you're trying to help, he's trying to help, you know, his son get through this drug problem. And, you know, so it takes financial help. It's constantly helping him. And, you know, he has relapses. He goes back and forth. And this was quite a few years ago, probably 15, 20 years ago, that this that this was going on. So this was a, a big constant draw on his on his uh, income that we had set up because you know when you go to rehab they're not they're not that cheap so we had to come up with some creative ways to fund these things and then finally after about three or four years his son got his footing and has been good ever since and productive and got a job and got family and kids and everything that he'd hoped for but it took some time to get there and that's where the financial planning comes in the aspect i said earlier we call them life events if you have those life events in your own particular situation you need to plan for them so on, on our simplicity program, we'll put how much do you need and for how many years. So for example, for the next three years, you need $20,000 for whatever reason. We'll put that in there and we'll, we'll kind of stress test your portfolio to see if it can hold up and you can do that. If not, we'll find the medium that you can and then, you know, you can do what you can do. So from those standpoints, yeah, we have quite, quite a few cousin Eddie's. You know, I, I've heard lots and lots of stories, as you can imagine, Walter, over the years of people, how they're, how they're helping uh, other people and just you know maybe it was a neighbor from years ago that they fell on bad times all kinds of stuff comes through my head right now but it comes down to solid financial planning and we got to put that into your budget and then you know we got to kind of guesstimate for how, how long you're going to be doing that and then come up with a plan 
Great points across the board there on Cousin Eddie. Uh, do you know your own financial personality? You know, who do you identify with the most as we talk about this on the show today? If you are looking toward the new year and wanting to be in a better financial position and want to work on your financial plan and have a more secure understanding of what's possible for you in your retirement years, Kevin can help make all of that clearer by putting together a solid financial plan. And if you've got questions, don't hesitate to reach out. You can call 888 888- 885-PLAN for a complimentary review of your financial situation. 888-885-PLAN. Kevin will help put together a comprehensive financial and retirement plan for you uh, once you get in touch and see if you're a good fit to work with one another. Uh, No cost or obligation to reach out. Again, the number is 888-885-7526. I realize it's the holiday weekend, so no big deal. Just call, leave a message, and uh, Kevin will set up that time to chat with you when it's convenient for you, uh, perhaps in the new year. 888-885-PLAN. All right, let's talk about George Bailey, Kevin. Um, It's a Wonderful Life, of course, uh, the famous George Bailey from that movie. Have you ever had that client who was just highly stressed from their job, just desperate to escape it, uh, like George Bailey was? How how were you able to help them, somebody that might be a bit kind of just just frazzled and at the end of their rope in, in multiple ways? Well, there was a couple that come in, and uh, when you said they came came right to mind, he was so stressed. I mean, he come in for, I don't know, probably two or three times. We sit down and we talk about different things, and finally he opened it up, you know, and he says, I want want to do this plan. Because before that, he just wanted to talk, kind of feel me out, what's going on, kind of let me know his backstory. And then we got to the point where he could build a plan. And he was 55 years old, hated his job just got up every morning and despised going into work. And it just, you know, this corporation took over this corporation and then it took over another corporation and it led to all kinds of problems and animosity inside the company. So when we finally sat down and we put the plan together, he wanted to know when he could retire. And his wife was with him too. And his wife loved her job. Um, So there was no plans on her leaving if she could. So we sit down and we put this plan together. And I said, you know what? The way things are going, your wife's still working, the amount of income you need, and all the things that we put in that plan, you could retire today if you want. And we all got emotional in the room. First, he did because he started crying. Then his wife started crying. Then, of course, I had to start crying because I got all emotional. And he was just the stress you could see it leave his face, knowing that And when we put that simplicity plan together, he could see line by line where everything was coming from. He just was really, really, you know, the stress was gone because he was just afraid that he didn't save enough, he didn't do enough to get to where he wanted to be, and he was going to have to be there another five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten years. And as it turned out, he didn't. Now, this was three or four years ago. He still comes in the office. He smiles all the time. His wife is smiling. They go and do the things they always wanted to do, and they're just fine. So if that's you, you're in that position, and you don't want to go there. As he put it, I'm just one I'm just one bad work day away from leaving, and that's what he did. And um, who knows? You may be in the same particular spot, or you may be only a couple of years away where you thought maybe you were five or ten years away. How do you find out? You sit down and you, and you map it out. You do that financial planning. And that's how you get the answer that you've been. most people are looking for. Once you get the answer, see how everything works, relieve some stress, go do the things that uh, that you enjoy and then he volunteers stuff out he volunteers also does all this stuff that he really enjoys camping all this other stuff and they're having a much better life as he puts it not me he put a much better life and much less stress and he's really enjoying it now so those things can happen 
Yeah, that's great to hear. And uh, we know the happy ending for George Bailey and company as well. So uh, certainly make sure that you're putting together a good plan. It can eliminate just so much stress from your life when you get that straightened out. All right, let's end with a fun one here, Kevin. Christmas movie characters, what they teach us about financial planning and maybe even ourselves. Kevin McAllister, good old Home Alone. Have you had a client who unexpected, uh, unexpectedly ended up home alone? Unfortunately, probably not as fun as the movie. Um, perhaps there was a divorce. Maybe uh, the death of a spouse happened, and now they're home alone and needing to find a way forward, uh, both just with their lifestyle and, and their time. But, of course, where you enter the equation most, uh, most prominently, uh, how did it change their financial picture, and, and what did you do? Well, yeah, that's unfortunately, you know, I can think of somebody who who just passed away not that long ago. Um, you know, been a client of mine for quite a few years, had a lot of heart issues from from his early 40s. So he never thought he's going to make it past 65. So he, you know, he thought, well, I'm going to take the buyout from work and I'm just going to really enjoy life and go do the things I wanted to do. But what he forgot to mention was some debts that were out there that had to be taken care of. And when we sat down, after the fact, he told me this. I'm like, oh, my goodness, this is this is going to be tough now. So what happened is um, we had this conversation with him and his wife. I said, listen, you know, there's, there's X amount of dollars left. I'm concerned about your wife. That if something happens to you, you know, you've had all these health problems, that, you know, she's going to be put in a pickle. And he come around to the realization that, you know, I think you're right. So they, you know, they really cut back on the spending. And he died literally two or three months later from, you know, his heart problems. And now that, you know, obviously she lost her Social Security. So she has his because his Social Security was more, no pension. And then what savings they had left is what now she's supplementing her income from. So there was a big difference before and after we had that talk. That, you know, we got we to look out after your spouse because, you know, your health problems, we don't know how long you're going to be here, and she's fairly healthy. And those things are um, sometimes the tough talks that we have to have, right? We just have to sit down and say, listen, you know, the, the, the way you're going, you know, things are probably not going to end up so good, if, especially if you leave the picture. If you're in the picture, well, then, you know, it's, it's a lot better. But if you're out of the picture... Then we got to start worrying about your spouse, and that's what it took to get, you know, to get through to this. You know, if your wife's at home and she's alone, like we're talking about here, how are we going to keep the same standard of life going forward? And fortunately, we're able to do that because he's seen, you know, he's seen the value in what we're talking about, and he he did make some plans, and and everything is going okay now. Could have been better, but it's going okay now. Very cool. And I'm glad to hear, Kevin, that, uh, you know, there is a light at the end of that tunnel and at the end of that, uh, I don't know, experience for folks who just have sometimes, uh, you know, it's it's hard to imagine going through that. But so many of us are going to go through that situation in life. And um, it's not one to, fun to talk about in advance. Um, but if you can do a little bit of planning ahead of time, it helps you get through it when it occurs. And when it occurs, definitely have good advisors, good guidance on your side to help you navigate through it, both emotionally and financially, of course. So again, if you've got any questions at all for Kevin about how to navigate your finances, how to properly prepare for retirement, don't hesitate to reach out and get that complimentary financial review by calling 888-885-PLAN. That's 888-885-7526 or go online to insightfolios.com. More to come on today's show. You're listening to Simply Financial with Kevin Ray. No need to complicate it. This is Simply Financial. 
Hey, thanks for joining us on Simply Financial today. We continue our conversation with Kevin Ray, financial coach at Inside Folios. We're going to talk about couples, uh, specifically planning for couples and the mistakes that couples often make and how we can improve or fix a situation if we've made a mistake or even better, avoid the mistakes in the first place. First on my list here, Kevin, is that couples often make the wrong choice on how to handle the spousal benefit option on a pension. Have you seen that before? Yes. So let, let, let's first discuss what, a, what we're talking about here. So the spousal benefit option is if you're married and you're going to retire from your, your work and you have a pension, when you retire, you have the option to put your spouse on if something happens to you. If you die early, your spouse continues with some sort of pension or you just say, no, uh, I'm not going to do that. So let's look at why people would do. I don't want to do that first. So there's choices when you get this uh, spousal benefit option. Number one is you take a, what's called a life-only payout, and it's always going to be higher than the other payout. So that's why people are going to look at it. So number one, it's going to be higher income. But what that means is life-only. You take one, you get one monthly pension, you walk across the street, you get hit by a truck, you're not here the next day, your spouse gets nothing. So taking that spousal benefit option is going to be critical. You know, you want to sit down with somebody before you do that and make sure it's it's in your best interest. Another option is maybe it's 100% joint survivor, what they call, which means that you're going to get a lesser amount of that lifetime income. But if you take 100% and you pass away in the same scenario, you walk across the street and you get hit by a truck, your spouse is going to get exactly the same amount that you're getting. And then they reduce it from there. Maybe it's 70, 30, 60, 40, those types of things. How do you figure that out? Well, we, we need to, you know, we need to project certain things. So we're going to look at that if you're out of the picture, is this going to create a big shortfall for your spouse? Is she going to, he or she going to be in trouble because they don't have that pension? If that's the case, then we need to look at options to make sure that your spouse doesn't get into trouble. And the first way we figure that out is we do that simplicity plan that we always talk about, that income plan. And that will show that if you walk out on this life early, that yes, we need, and if you, if you don't take that full pension amount that that we're talking about, if you just take a straight life, we probably in most cases are going to need life insurance. Why? Because if you walk out on life early, we, your spouse is going to need income and life insurance is going to make that up. So there's a couple of decisions that need to be made. And the only way you can make those smart financial decisions is by sitting down, doing the planning process and looking at it both ways and say which way uh, makes more sense. Yeah, it's a great point. So spousal benefit options, big decision to make, and you want to make the right one. Make sure it's in context with the rest of your financial plan. Another one here, Kevin, would be not coordinating Social Security claiming strategies. Kind of goes hand in hand with that spousal benefit option, right? you got two individuals who need to kind of combine to make the most sense out of that option. Well, you, that's absolutely true. So Social Security claiming strategies. Walter, did you know the earliest that you can claim Social Security? Uh, ooh, I don't know. What is it? It's age 60. You were oh, you can 62. go 60. I was, if, but I f- felt like you were setting me up for a trick question, so I didn't say anything. It is a trick question <laughs> because if you're a widow, you're eligible at age 60, only if you're a widow. So a claiming strategy may be here. I'll give you an example. My sister-in-law is that we claimed off the husband's because she was a widow at age 60, and we let hers grow to some point in the future because it was going to grow, it's growing by 8% a year, and then we dropped the husband's and we took on hers. And it just worked out that that was the best option for her. Maybe waiting until 62, uh, for most people, it's 62 is the earliest you can claim. Um, if we do that, then we know we're going to get reduced um, income. If we wait to full retirement age, you're going to get what you've earned through those 
quarters of, of um, working. Or if you wait till age 70, it's going to grow from 8% a year. And where else can you get an 8% return? So there's lots of things that I just went through. And again, the only way to figure that out is look at, if I take it at 62, if I take it at 66, if I take it at 70, mathematically, which one is better for you? And, and then also we need to dive into how's your health? If your health isn't you know so good and you've had a lot of health issues, maybe it makes sense taking it early. But if your health is good, maybe we take it later. If you have a much younger spouse and you are the high earner, maybe the younger spouse takes it early and then we let yours grow because if something happens to you because you're much older than your spouse, then your spouse is going to be eligible for that higher amount. Lots of things come into the strategy planning process. And we said, oh, we do that simplicity plan. And that's just some of them that we can go through. So if all of this sounds unfamiliar to you, it's a good time to sit down with your advisor and go through these strategies if you're getting close to taking Social Security. Again, if you've got questions for Kevin as we walk through some of these mistakes that couples make, perhaps you're a couple listening to this show, or at least part of the couple, and saying, hmm, yeah, we haven't talked about that, those pension options, that Social Security strategy, or some of the other things we're going to talk about in a few moments, uh, pick up the phone, give Kevin a call, and make sure that this is part of your planning process. 888-885-PLAN is the number. 888-885-7526. Kevin, you want to hit this last one about managing risk for couples? Again, hand-in-hand hand with what we've talked about here, but we just want to make sure everybody's comfortable not only with what you're going to live lifestyle-wise in retirement, but the continual risk that you're going to take with your dollars. Well, there's always going to be risk, right? Even if a bank, there's risk that the bank you know, is not going to be there tomorrow, for example. But how do you figure out risk? Walter, how do you think most people... Uh, when they sit down with an advisor, you're going to figure out the risk. What, what do you think is going to happen? Well, you know, how, how do you feel if the market drops X, Y, and Z, right? Exactly. Feel, right? Some emotions, yeah. isn't it? It's assuming you're going to feel the same today as you are going to five years from now, correct? Yeah. It's a bunch of assumptions there. And let's do something different. Let's, let, let's not assume anymore. Let's solve for how much risk you need to make. How do you do that? Well, in our simplicity process, we're going to put in your Social Security. You're, you're going to put in your pensions. Maybe you have rental income. Whatever income that's going to, we're going to put that in there. We're going to ask you, how much do you need to retire on year one? And then we're going to increase that year one by at least 3% to keep up with inflation until you're age 90. So what, that's, going to, that's going to tell us one thing. And then we're going to look over there. Maybe you have a shortfall. So the shortfall is the money that you need on top of the fixed income that you're getting. So that shortfall is key. You have to figure that out before you get into retirement. How are you going to fill that shortfall? Do not go into retirement until you figure that out. So the shortfall is going to be one necessary thing. It's going to point out what we call your retirement number. So if you're retiring today, we're going to show it to age 90. We're going to show your shortfall, and it's going to come back with one particular number. It's called your, We call it your retirement number. So let's say it's 3%. You need to average 3% on your retirement going into retirement from here to age 90. Now, did I assume you needed 3% or did I solve, Walter? Uh, you, you solved. I solved. So yeah. I know going in, that's a, fair, a fairly reasonable number because you can get 3% in money markets today. But on the other hand, we come out and it says you need 9% a year. Do you think that's going to happen? Probably not. 
That's not going to. I can mm-hmm. tell you that right now. Not, not every single year. So knowing that number is going to tell you how much risk you need to take going into retirement. Now, you can take more, certainly. In most cases, some people do. But we, know, we need to know the absolute worst rate of return you need to earn going into retirement and through retirement so you don't run out of money. And if you don't know that number, if you haven't solved how to fix that shortfall, that's key to getting through retirement and giving you the confidence that you're looking for. So don't go into retirement without knowing, don't assume you need X amount of risk. Let's solve it. Let's figure it out before you go into retirement and let's do that strategy. Let's do the strategies to get the income to fill that shortfall and let's figure out that number before you sign the papers and before you go into retirement because maybe you have to work another year or two later. Maybe some things got to be changed or tweaked. Don't do that until you figure it out. I love it. All we got to do is stop assuming, start solving. Uh, Love that. If we make that one change in our planning process, we are on the way to a successful retirement. So pick up the phone, give Kevin a call, talk through your situation, 888-885-PLAN. If you're new to the show, Kevin's located in Pinconning, born and raised there. That's where the office is today also. So if you're in the Tri-City area, it's easy to come by, say hello, have a conversation about your financial life and how to move it forward in the right direction. The number to call to get your retirement plan and a complimentary financial review is 888-885-PLAN. That's 888-885-7526. More to come on today's show. This is Simply Financial with Kevin Ray. It's getting to know you time. All right, it's time to get to know Kevin Ray a little bit better on today's show. Kevin, what's the best book you've read in the past five years? Well, as you know, Walter, I do a lot of Audible, so I listen to books constantly. And the one book that really stands out right now is called... It's... um, Green Lights, I couldn't remember the name, by Matthew McConaughey. Oh, the, the McConaughey book, okay. Yeah, yeah I mean, it's got like 300,000 five-star reviews, and wow. there's a reason for it, because he's a great storyteller, especially if you listen to it on Audible like I did. I've listened to the book, and I'm not exaggerating, Walter, probably four or five times. Really? Wow. Yeah. And um, just because of what, you know, he started from nothing, and his journey, and he's got some funny stories, and how he thinks, and it was just, it was just kept me spellbound i bought it for a couple of people and they did the same thing they've they've listened to it two or three times and uh or read it two or three times and but uh that sticks right out there for me right now i'm on a book called endurance endurance okay yeah the the ship endurance shackleton went down in antarctic you know he got frozen and that whole thing that's starting a good book too wow and and i read them in personal memoirs you ulysses grant there's all kinds of things i've done lately but uh green lights stick right out for me so very cool well that's good to know i'll throw out a recommendation uh project hail mary my favorite of the past five years really really good uh did you ever see the martian the movie or, or read that book no okay it's by the same guy who did the martian um it's really really good it's it's science fiction but it's like realistic science fiction so we're not talking like star trek star wars kind of science fiction but like you know uh, slightly into the future what could be a realistic thing that you know someone would have to go do out in space and uh, basically this guy wakes up and he's the only one that survived on the spaceship and he has no idea he has amnesia he has no idea how he ended up on the spaceship but he's basically on this mission to save earth and then it's all about like what happens as he's trying to both figure out why he's there and also trying to solve the actual problem that's threatening earth out in space so 
It's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. One of the best books I've ever read. Just I just really enjoyed it. The Audible version of it, too, without giving too much away, has like kind of a cool element to it that I don't know. I need to go look at the book version to see like how they handle it because it's it's actually like they use some audio to get the point across. Again, I can't say much more without giving some more of it away, but it made the audible version even cooler having that element to it. So, so you're more of a science fiction guy. Aren't well, you? I'll, I'll read the occasional science fiction. Yeah, yeah I like I like yeah. space uh, exploration and things like that. So, but I, I like the realistic stuff. I'm not big into, you know. The stuff that's like, oh, 8,000 years into the future, this is, you know, we're all riding around in, in, in space and, and hopping balloons. from star to star and, yeah, you know, yeah. new civilizations and that kind of thing. I'm, I'm more like on the cusp of discovery kind of realism. So, yeah, and check it out. That's where you like. That's where I'll have to check it out. Yeah. So. I read other, other styles, too, but that's, that's definitely probably my favorite. I get most excited about books like that. So hmm. anyway, that one was excellent, really well done. And uh, I highly recommend it. So even uh, my dad's not a big sci-fi guy and even he really enjoyed it. And he reads like hundreds of books a year and he was, he was, he was really into it. So what was the name again? Project Hail Mary. Harry Mel. Okay. I'll remember. Hail Mary. Um, And especially since you like audible, check that version out. You'll, you'll enjoy it. It goes really fast. It's really good. So there you go. Some book recommendations for you on today's show. Hey, do you have a book recommendation for us? We'd love to hear about it. Call and uh, let us know. 888-885-PLAN is the number. Kevin and I are always looking for new recommendations. 888-885-PLAN is the number. All right, we'll answer a listener question coming up next. Stay tuned. What if we told you there was a simpler way to invest? Excellent. Well, that's what we thought. Thanks for joining us on Simply Financial today. Walter Storholt alongside Kevin Ray. Kevin, my voice is, is getting weak as we hey, go through the show here. <laughs> getting ready to wrap things up. That, I think being around family on the holidays is just, yeah. you know, it just yeah. we, we share love and we also share germs, apparently. So. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, yes. That goes along with this time of season, doesn't it? It certainly does, mm. no doubt about it. Well, uh, before we wrap up our uh, our show here before the holiday, let's get to one of our listener questions. This one comes to us from Ellen, and Ellen says, I'm 56, and I've been working at the same company for 32 years. Wow. I'm so tired of being here, and I want to retire, but I'm still a few years away from being able to take money out of my retirement accounts. Am I just stuck here for a while? Sounds like she's got a little bit of that George Bailey syndrome, huh? Yeah, that's what it sounds like. That's exactly went through the back of my mind. But no, Ellen, depending, you know, because I think of what you were referring to is because you're 56, you won't be able to take money from your retirement accounts. So if you've been working at a job for 32 years, and you may have a pension, but if you have a 401k uh, or 403b, and you retire at the age 55 and later, you can take money from that retirement account to supplement your income without paying a 10% penalty from the IRS. I think what you're getting is if you have money inside a IRA, then that 10% penalty applies. You can't take money from that from 59 and a half. But there is a rule saying if you retire age 55 or later and you do have a 401k or 403b, you can access those without any 10% penalty. So you may not be stuck. Um, and then there's other things out there you can do. If you're under 56, you can take what's called 72T calculations. Uh, there's other things you can do to access that too without penalties. But how do you know, Ellen? Well, you sit down. Come on in. We'll sit down and we'll do that simplicity plan and we'll figure out 
I mean, we'll get your retirement number, and I will tell you within oh an hour, an hour and a half if it's feasible or not, and then we'll start narrowing down the process from there. But the first step is is to put it all in one spot, put it all in the plan, put all those things we've been talking about earlier in the show, put in the life events that you're going to have, the income you're going to need, and then we need your Social Security statements, you've got pension, all those things. How are you going to pay for health care because you're, you're retiring under 56? We need to put all those things in the plan, and then I can give you a concrete answer after we figure that out. So the easiest answer to that, Ellen, is maybe. But you need to come in, you need to sit down, you need to talk through that um, process and then figure it out at the end. Trust us, Ellen, we wish the answer wasn't often maybe, but it is. And you just got to come in and, as Kevin said, figure it all out for your particular situation. So don't hesitate to do that. Again, to reach Kevin, talk about your financial situation, how you can have a better uh, 2024 financially, and also set yourself up for the future, a retirement that you can count on, clarity on your decision-making moving forward. All of that happens when you come in, have a conversation, and meet with Kevin to discuss your financial future. So here is that number to call one more time, 888-885-PLAN. That's 888-885-7526. Or you can go online to Folios. Com. Kevin, Merry Christmas to you, my friend. Hope you enjoy the rest of your weekend and the upcoming week. And we'll talk to you as we get ready for our final show of 2023. You bet, Walter. Merry Christmas to you and fill that Santa. Yeah, you got it. Absolutely. He's he's full of hot air right now, I guess. Uh, so <laughs> Most of us are. Most of them are, right? Yeah. That's right. That's right. He's all set. Well, thanks, everybody. Merry Christmas. And we'll talk to you next time right back here on Simply Financial. Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services are offered through Insight Folios, Inc., a registered investment advisor. The firm only transacts business in states where it is properly registered or is excluded or exempted from registration requirements. Insurance products and services are offered through individually licensed and appointed agents in various jurisdictions. Insight Folios, Inc. does not offer legal or tax advice. Kevin Ray is an investment advisor representative of Insight Folios, Inc.